In 2016, a new Arrowverse show premiered on the CW. Featuring characters from The Flash and Arrow, it existed in their shadows quietly. However, it has since gained popularity and brought the three of us together to discuss the characters and their progression from season one. This week, decades and decades of daddy issues. Victor Garber singing is a gift that keeps on giving. And Mary? Yes, Kate? The queen? I am is here. Definitely don't call us heroes. We are the legends of next week. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the legends of next week. I'm your host, Mary. I'm Eden. I use she, her pronouns. I am Kate, and I three use she, her pronouns. Welcome back, guys. One day we'll get this intro right. (laughs) (laughs) It is so nice to talk to you all again. Back for another episode of season two of Legends of Tomorrow. Season two, episode two. Two by two. And this episode, what is this episode called, Eden? Justice League? No, Justice (laughs) The Justice Society of America. You know what? We what are I... all three parts of one brain cell. I thought you didn't have the brain cell. I don't have the brain cell. My I don't brain have the brain cell. Is... <laughs> my brain cell is consumed with those vampire. My brain cells <laughs> on again. My brain cells still on Joseph Quinn. I'm sorry. I have the Andor brain cell. <laughs> That's good. And I want to smack that little Javert guy a little bit. Javert, sorry. Javert. I want to smack that Jav- the. I want to smack Star Wars Javert a little bit. I think he deserves it. So we all have our sad man that we're thinking about. And that's good. <laughs> he's not my sa- Is that Eddie really sad a sad man? man? Eddie's more of a dead man than a sad the, the, man. I don't know. Oh my. Get out. Get out. Technically, mine's also dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cassian's gonna <laughs> die. So, uh, yeah, we just like dead people, okay? You know, the whole being dead thing? And speaking of sad men doing sad things, boy, is this episode full of it. Oh. Um, the daddy issues in this episode, as we stated in the intro, run deep. Especially in the Haywood clan. So many issues. And this is, and here's the thing. This isn't even getting to season four yet. That's where oh, the real... Yes. We're not even the real daddy issues yet. We're at the beginning of where the... We're not start even at the, six. No, I'm just saying we're at the start of the Hayward daddy issues. <laughs> Let's be honest. Is there a legend who doesn't have a form of daddy issues? Actually, wait. There, actually, let me correct oh, that. Yeah. Is there... Okay, correction. Is there a Sarah. legends... Is there... No. <laughs> I corrected myself. Is there a um male identifying member of the legends who does not have daddy issues? Barad. Yeah, fair enough. Barad has other issues. But he has uh, daddy issues. He has sister issues. He, he, well, he has a good relationship with his parents. Aside yeah, from, I don't aside from, aside from the law, lo- aside from the lying bit. Well, Rip does we Rip never know. got to see his dad, but we did. Uh, uh, we don't know Gwyn's relationship with his dad. 
so he has a really, he has a problem with god he has a problem with that father <laughs> anyway we all know that john constantine does Holy oh god that man, that man that man daddy issues is just like the tip for him just the tip. anyway <laughs> i'm sorry back Ray- to i don't ray has lots of problems i know <laughs> uh but this episode is important because as the it's not really a very exciting title of an episode i'll be honest no i i, I like it i like it but think of the legends titles we have yeah it's not the most creative one they've come up with well this is before they started remembering hey we can have some fun and realizing cw didn't give two craps about us yeah you can i want to say this the budget in this episode shows this episode Uh bad (laughs) so shall we begin with this episode oh yeah we delve into these issues we pick up right where we left off with the JSA. Um, they, they're all swaggering up to the legends. And it's well, cra- it kind of makes me laugh at the reason they're so up in arms is because the legends were impersonating OSS agents. Yeah. That's it's true. Like, it's like the, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at <laughs> animal cruelty. You can excuse racism. <laughs> No, it's like, it's like if you're going after these people for um, impersonating OSS agents when um, you know everything actually worked out. A woman got recognized for. Oh wait, they're men. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, I just forgot. Men, racist men exist. Um, there's yeah. Well, you have to remember there's black men or two, right? Two, and then there's Amaya. So not all of them, but look. But I also like you're saying they're like, gee, there's a bunch of Nazis running around here, but you're in trouble for impersonating a secret agent. I was going to say, it's like that part in like season two of The Mandalorian, where the Mandalorian with a very obvious stolen ship gets pulled over for having what is essentially an expired license plate. I love I I love Dinzarin and his little green son. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> and, hey, and, the, and their weird uncle and aunt. There's a whole bunch of Nazis following Hitler here, but yeah, you're the bad guys. Yeah. I will say the JSA music, great. I mean, it's Blake Neely. We say this every time. Yeah. But we yeah. deserve more of that theme, I personally Although, like, believe. I'm trying to remember who who started this fight because I swear it's like they didn't do anything and they're like, oh, let's get them, fellas. I think the fight started because of um, Commander Steel, who, by the way, a very impressive and totally unnecessary superhero landing that he did there. Um, when Nate was talking to him, he just flat out hit him across the face with his rifle. And... It's like, so you, you start the fight, and then the legends go in the defense, and um, yeah, they get they got their ass handed them. Pretty I have to good. say, is it Mr. Midnight that makes the sky dark? Because that is a- That's Obsidian. Cool- Obsidian. Okay, Obsidian has the coolest freaking power ever, because I'm like, yes, I would want this power. It's cool. 
Captain um, America. Some comics lore, Obsidian and the hero Jade are related to each other. Ooh. So that I, and um, I'm also, can we also, I, we, Obsidian is the only person we don't see like a face for, really. We don't get to see his face. And we don't get to see his face until episode Later. four. And I find that a little bit homophobic. Well, we don't find out he's gay till that episode anyway. I still say it's a li- it's it sucks. Okay, I wa- listen. We deserve. I mean, I get like secret identity. Actually, he's the best at having a secret identity. But I kind of like. I mean, when they were in the cargo bay, everyone had their stuff off except him. Really? Oh, is it just like a good metaphor for him being in the closet though? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't think about it. Excellent point. Yeah, because in okay. episode four, it's confirmed that he is he. That the he reason had, that didn't he, he have wasn't a husband? Taken, yeah. Yeah, because the forgot. reason he the reason he wasn't time scattered was because I th- Rip Deadass wouldn't take him because he was gay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, actually, no, wait, wait. He was allowed on the mission because he was gay. He was he it was homophobia. Homophobia was the red herring all along. <laughs> Damn, that internalized homophobia runs deep. <clears throat> but um, you know, I gotta admit that was a pretty spectacular fight. See, and it was fun to see the JSA's powers. Oh yeah, I I totally don't think Sarah would have lost that fight. But like again, Amaya turned into a gorilla, so she That's used the, the strength of a gorilla. Gorilla. So I love her powers. I do love Amaya's powers where she can use any animal strength or power. Yes. Uh, yes. Very, very good. Yes. Um, She's great. Just seeing Amaya is like, yeah. That's the missing piece of the puzzle. It's like, oh, it's like, oh hey girl. We missed you. Honestly though, I, we, I love that we get to kind of see Amaya and like she's a little uptight more here and then she learns to loosen up later on as she's with the legends but she's so she's by the book in this episode very by the book and i yes, love that and, about her but fine. and i do think to bring that up part of that um part of her very by the book um attitude and very you know she's very no nonsense she doesn't have time for this stuff because she is uh because I mean, we know later on she came from Zambezi to join the JSA. Mm-hmm. And you have to think like, so she is a black woman in 1940s America. And, and she's the no, only woman on that team too. She's no, 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 no. There's, well, there's Star, Star, oh, Star Girl. Girl. But she, but she's, but she's a teenager. But um, Amaya has to, she probably has to put in twice the effort to be taken seriously. And she doesn't want to, and she has to be that rigid member because the JSA as Nate later on says like they were like the superheroes mm-hmm. like they work with presidents you can't goof around and work with the president well you're not expected to goof around I, I do love Jack's flirting with Stargirl oh <laughs> and Jack's was doing his flirty flirty and then like he's like then I'm Martin's like what are you doing here my friend also um I always found Dr. Mid. Now, we see the JSA actually make its appearance in Stargirl, and I have to say, like, finding out about the Injustice Society was actually pretty funny. <laughs> in that show, it's like, wait a second here. 
but also um i love i i really have a lot of interest in charles mcnighter and just the the mantle of dr midnight overall because i think Beth chapel in um sargo i always in the first season because life is crap and mm-hmm. crazy but uh, Beth Chapel was one of my favorite characters. And honestly, I don't feel like Courtney would more deserves to be friends with Beth Chapel because Courtney, because of how Courtney like treated her at first. I don't think, I'm I sorry, don't... Beth does not deserve a friend like Courtney. Okay, I don't know the background okay. to this, so. That's my Stargirl tea, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, we do Stargirl next week. You'll get yeah. all the hot takes. I guess. Uh, I guess I have to catch up then. Uh, I do love, like, again, Sarah's probably, again, the most person that would not be defeated because of her, you know, assassin it's skills. It's a gorilla. But... I know. Gorilla's, but, like... It's a gorilla's strength. But she went it was fly so... like a ragdoll. That was a good fight. I have to admit, that is a it is good a... fight. Even if we it's lost. Kind of, it's kind of nice to see the legends get beat up. Well, let's be honest. Like... We love them. I am of the opinion that the legends do deserve a good humbling now and then. And I feel this is a personal opinion, but I feel in the later seasons, um, they did not get as humbled as much as they did in the beginning. And we see this happen because um, usually the person now, usually there comes to a point of acceptance, which is good. I like seeing that as like, you kind of get, you kind of get a notch taken off your, your high horse for a sec. And you have to look at like, okay, wait, we need to reassess ourselves. That happens with this. That happens with the Time Bureau. Um, season four, a little bit with the magical creatures. Um, but I feel like after Meet the Legends, I I don't know. I, do, do you guys feel like we kind of saw less of that happening? I, well, Meet the Legends is like so metatextual. And I love that episode. And I, I yeah, love- it's a good one um the stuff going on there but I feel like even like when we get honestly I feel like season seven with the robot legends they were taken down a peg a bit season seven is definitely when the legends are like almost back at square one I I feel like even though I I guess the fates are our most powerful villains we've ever faced but I were they were happened (laughs) but I say like most powerful, like they rewrote reality. I mean, like not like our boys this season <laughs> will won't also do that. But I feel like Bishop is the first was the first villain since like Vandal Savage to like really get in there and affect them on a personal level. Yeah. Yes. And in a way he- that's not just mustache twirly take over the world, even yes. though that's what he is. Like, he's a way to deeply hurt and affect still, each of them. Well, Savage still did kill a member of their team, and that was yeah. their rallying cry for Bishop also did. But, but like, uh, again, oh, yeah, I did that, but um, he replaced I, her. I was listening to Tia's uh, live this weekend, and they were talking about Bishop and how, like, he's so disarming because he is funny, and you kind of, like, it's, like, kind of, like, oh, this guy's not going to do anything because he's so weird and it's kind of like off-putting where they're like well surprise i'm really evil and i love that about bishop because like his humor kind of like oh he th- th- he's gonna not be like the best villain ever but he is he's the best villain ever. he made ava sad i know 
But like during this fight, and what's crazy about it is Ray kind of just gives up in the middle of it. Ray, like I, I'll you do win. it. <laughs> oh, he's like they all get put in a big cage. I know he's <laughs> like I, he's like I, I give up. I'm not. I'm not going to hit you. And I'm like Ray, what, what, what are you doing? You're okay. He's a little. He's, he's a punk. Rex just looks at this and is like, yeah. These people, they're a mess. <laughs> it's like, mm, them? Never seen them before. No idea yeah, who they are. Yeah, no, that, so they think they're Nazis at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're, they think, oh, there's a bunch of Nazi spies, and Amaya wants to, like, throw them in a hole. Okay, good uh, for her. Hank wants, Hank's, Hank wants them committed. My, my point is, is you think uh, a group, not Hank, with, uh, a group that has Jack Henry. in it, are a bunch of Nazis. That's kind of weird for me. They would not let a black man be a Nazi. I'm sorry, they would not. So why did you even go there, JSA? I, <laughs> I wish Charles McNider had said some shit right there. I about, know. To him. <laughs> sorry, I got it. Sorry plus, for the swear. Plus, but... you also had a Jewish man who would also not be a Nazi. We didn't, we didn't know he was Jewish. <laughs> so they're all like in this little cage. And I'm going to like quickly go back to like the so like our main like one of our villains pops up there's a nazi on a park bench and then zoom zoom in comes there's always a nazi like, this bolt of like red flash and it's eobard thawne and again I saw, firing with nazis eobard yep. stop i saw a meme i think it was on twitter or tumblr i can't remember but it was flash has the best rogues gallery because it is either like a bunch of like blue collar thieves trying to make their way in central city they have a good yeah. code and then literally the most insane man who has ever lived <laughs> the, the it's it's the man who can't take no for an answer it is what hot take i think aobert thon is crazier than the joker i, I believe this joker is an edge lord does does eobert have a reason of why he's doing what he's doing. Or he just wants to do it. Season one of The Flash. <laughs> what's, a, what's a better love story? Batman and the Joker or Eobard Thawne and Barry Allen? Oh. <laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. <laughs> I need it? to clarify I, this is or a joke. Is yeah. But he basically, he gives him the super soldier serum, essentially. He gives him yeah. a little Milo, and like, drink shot. Again. Did Captain America, any Captain America has come out during this time? I am damn curious because I'm like, super serum. Um, I'm not gonna lie. So I never see I I I know the synopsis of the Incredible Hulk movie. I haven't seen it. Will I probably watch one day when I'm half dead asleep? Potentially. But I but I haven't watched I started watching She-Hulk this weekend and I love it. Also, um, I'm not gonna lie, it's giving me a it's kind of giving me like vibes of the incredible Hulk movie. A little bit. Not a whole lot. Is this the Edward Norton one or the other one? Yeah, yeah, the Edward Norton one. (laughs) Uh, so Fawn is like, here's this super juice you can give to Hitler 
And then he like zooms off. It's like, okay. Hey, Hitler. Ooh. It looks like Gatorade. It is it does. literally like those Gatorade gummies that you can buy. <laughs> I forgot about, oh God, I forgot about those things. That was, I don't remember those things. I used to be. I used to be an athlete, and I remember those. <laughs> used to be. Uh, we return back to the JSA headquarters, and Nate has this little scene. Oh. Commander Steele. Steele. Uh, well, wasn't it at first they were kind of in front of the cage, and they were like, "Hey, um, we need to talk here. Are you Nazis? <laughs> no, I'm not a Nazi." <laughs> Yeah. And and then, and then he's like, how do you and then like was the team kind of questioning how he knew Steel or no? Am I like going ahead here? Nate decided to prove it to him. And he's in a way he was kind of making a name for himself right here. This was his little okay. It's I'm gonna try and make an attempt to save your guys' butts again. Which he did, and he tells them about he pull, he reads off the number on Henry's dog tags, and Henry is like, "What the hell, dude?" And he just, and so he t- and so Nate goes. I was like, "Yeah, that's on your dog tags. You gave them to your wife to give to your son when he after he was born in 1955. There's a dent on the front from an assassin's bullet. He gave the, so your son gave those dog tags to his son." Me. me he did tell him also his number that nobody knew like his yeah. number yeah yeah and then they like kind of let him out don't they after that because they're like i swear like, we don't okay, even yeah works for us they're like all for right us, the and then of course they go straight to stein for some reason <laughs> for some it's reason. called night it's called 40 sexism because Sarah would have been the, the best person to go to in this situation. She's the only girl. Oh, that's guys. right. And she was trying to talk, but then Commander Steele was low, like, um, I'm talking to him. That actually that was Rex Tyler who said that. Um, um hey Rex, yeah. screw you, screw your sexism, man. I'm sure don't I'm, like Rex. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Commander Steele like did Tyler, agree. Man. Do not like him as our man. Okay. No, no, I did not. I forgot the actor. I've seen that actor before, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh he's in suits. I know this Thank because you. My, that's what it is. He is in suits, and I know this because my friend, after I introduced her to Prison Break, she sat me down and she and we watched Suits together. And he he's he's the pretty one. Um, is the, he the, the one pretty, who dates? He, wait, he dates the pretty the, young one who date. I think he and Ma- he and Megan Markle's character works together okay, on the yes. show. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, but I know. I think in real life, um, he and the 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 lady who played uh, Spencer on Pretty Little Liars have a kid together. Interesting. I've never seen that anyway. I'm like never seen it. I know. I think. I think. But I feel like Commander Steele would have agreed with him anyway because he seems like that type of dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Maya. I wish Maya would have been like, like, look, friends. But you know, you know who does speak up for the team? Mick. Yeah! I love Mick in this scene because Mick. This is, this is <laughs> it's a like, good Mick episode. Because so I was like, yes, I am a scientist, blah, 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 blah. But here and Mick goes, I, I'm a criminal. I, I like to steal things. Steal things. She's an assassin. Never convicted. Mick, and then Sarah does her lovely little bisexual finger. 
I love that because they're like, does anybody else? What is everybody else? And he's just like, I'm just going to admit that we are the worst people ever. And you deal with it. Deal with it. And it's here where we actually get to see because they finally tell us what Rex Tyler, what happened with Rex Tyler in 2016. I almost said 2166. That's not right. We're not even there yet. If you listen, hey, if humanity is still around in 2166 and people hear this podcast, I hope it's not crap in the future. It probably will be, but who knows? Any hoodles. Um, we see they go to see it, and here's the thing: Rex is warning about going to 1942, and they talked over him the whole time. Yeah. Also, can I bring something up um, that I noticed? Yes. We're in Paris, France, 1942. Mm-hmm. Isn't this where we picked up Kendra? At the end of last season, when she's on the run from the Nazis, uh, it wasn't Paris. I don't think. Uh, it was. It was, God, it, was it was. It was a different part of France because she was in the forest. There's not a whole lot of forests in Paris, man. <laughs> I know, but I wanted to point out that um, I, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit. It could have been that a part when, when they're fighting the Nazis in the forest. I'm like, that's the same forest we Give were in. I am consulting the notes. Okay, you know what? That's the same forest they use for everything. That's the same forest they use for the supernatural episode. That's the same forest they use. That's the same forest they use for supernatural. That is the forest they use for everything. Oh, I got it. She was in. She was in France in 1944. Oh, so close. It could be the same forest. It is it the is same the, forest. It is the same forest. We don't have a budget. We have a, we have a designated shooting ground. Yes, we have the same four locations that Supernatural has. Okay, people? I will say... I I think we do see this forest again in Abominations, too. Oh, that sounds right. (laughs) Anyway, um, I love their stupid little red phone. It's like, hello, Mr. President. (laughs) That's great. You know what this reminds me of? That bad phone, yes, that's what exactly. Hello, hello, Commissioner Garden. If you have never seen the original 1960s Batman, please do. It is good, campy fun. Do you think that was a deliberate Batman reference that they had to pull there? Yeah, it definitely. And I think, again, take a shot when Mary references other DC media. There is an episode of Justice League where they all get sent to like this parallel dimension and it's the JSA, although they're called something else, like the Justice Guild, but they're based on the JSA and they have like a little red phone that goes off when crimes are happening. But it turns out it's all a nuclear hallucination. Ah. It's very dark. Very dark episode. (laughs) Yeah. So once again, Stein takes over and so does his ego again. (laughs) Again. Or yet. The, the JSA are leaving on their mission and Nate tries to talk to his grandfather and his grandfather's like, nope. And this is the start of Daddy Haywood issues. Is it, or is it granddaddy issues here? Granddaddy issues. But then they turn into daddy issues, so I don't know. <laughs> I do like when they get back to the ship, though, and um, 
that Ray actually is like, hey, um, we could take a page of them because they are actually organized and functional. And yes, Wait. he loves it. When does Amaya say what she says? And I'm like, oh, damn, girl. Right. Which one? Which thing did she say? Oh, what did she call? It's a little later. Yeah, okay. uh, it's like, like, yeah. Yeah, Amaya roasts the heck out of Ray, and honestly, you know, I'm sorry. Sometimes Ray also deserves to be taken out of Peggy too. Oh yeah, Ray's a simp. Amazing. But Jax is also impressed. Sarah's not impressed. Uh, um. Well, Ray is like, yeah, but we can't even decide like who, like whose turn it is to make dinner. And Sarah goes, not it. But don't they have a food replicator? Like, you got to push a button. Yeah, on the wave rider. Yeah, but I feel like nobody cooked on the wave rider until Barar came on board. He was the only one to be cooking. No, because uh, Amaya and Nate were making pancakes oh, in the that's revolution. Right. That's morning. right. That's I'm right. I'm a legend encyclopedia. Crap facts. <laughs> oh. I do but, enjoy Jax keeping it real. Oh, but yeah. Why did they assume I was the leader? And Jax goes, I don't know. You're an old white man. And they're and from the cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a big assuming. And he goes, maybe I can be the leader. And Jax is like, no, you're more analytical than anything else. Not a good idea. I did write down in my notes um, that Martin became the temporary time dad. So he's he just he just he was a dad for a little bit before he did become a dad. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> we're, we're so excited that we're gonna see her this season. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's not here yet. I know. Yeah, this is kind of the first time in the season that we have surprise time travel child. <laughs> The first of many. <laughs> Oops. Well, man, dude, I am, I, I have all my stuff ready to talk about with when we when we get there. But we'll get there when we get there. She's we're gonna. My my other girl is here, and I'm happy about my other girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and again, Martin does what Martin always does and lets things go to his head constantly, and that happens often. All, all the time. All the time. And there's like the little side thing. You can see like even before what will eventually happen and Sarah gets him to be in charge. You just see shades of her going up to Nate and already calling shots. Like, oh, no, yeah. you're not going on the field. Oh, yeah. You don't she, know if you're a historian. She totally wants to get rid of him. She's like, oh, you know, we're going to be dropping you off. And he's like, what? Why? Why you need me? But he proves his worth yet again. And I gotta say, I do like... Th- this is a side of Nate I like to see. I like seeing him be the historian. I like him using that skill because you don't always have yeah, to be like that. punchy, fight the bad guys, all that stuff. I like that because we don't see a whole lot of that happen with Nate as the show goes on. Yeah. Now, granted, like when we get to the aliens, it's kind of hard to use history there. No, but, that's um, when Gary takes over. Yeah, but um, I do. But he, but he, when he, when he feels his dog text disappear, I do like that. Like his first thought was like, okay, he connects the dots that something's happened. And we know that Sarah's coming from a place that we just lost Leonard, and um, she doesn't want to lose somebody else. So she, she's definitely doesn't want another um, uh, 
heartbreak because I think she's already starting to like Nate in a way as a friend. Yes, definitely a friend. I mean, even later she says, even the strongest and bravest of us die. Yeah, that hurts. Honestly, let's <laughs> listen. This might be the hoe and me. No, that <laughs> was definitely like, about Leonard. There's yeah. no way that wasn't about I'm, so, I'm, I'm like, so I was like, yeah, that's, that's, listen, that's definitely, yes, you can make it about Rip. And I do believe to a degree it's, a, it's about Rip, but I think it would also describe Leonard as well because yeah. they, they had, they were friends. Well, and possibly more. Possibly more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do like that Martin's like, I'm going to go in as Max Lorenz to Nazi occupied Paris. This man has no, it's like, I was like, sir, do you have fear? No, apparently, no. And again, I feel like some stuff could have been left out here, like the Nazi salute and the name of Hitler. Yep. But, but yeah, yep. go with it. Go with it. Bye. It, 2006 late 2016 is this late that was, yeah is this, this late was, two, when is this going is this not 2017 this was no we're not in 2017 yet. this is late 2016 right. this is like this is right, right before the election yeah. wait i thought that was season one no season one was yeah. in the january part of the year Oh, see, season one was written during 2015, I believe, okay. and then we saw it beginning of 2016. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this was really hard. Again, you could ha- we. I was talking about this in two panels, two separate panels: the le- the Legends panel and the uh, Peacemaker panel at Dragon Gone, where like you could say somebody's a Nazi, but you don't need to show that they're a Nazi by doing certain things. I mean, you don't need it. Where where is vigilante right now? Can we can they pick up vigilante and just sit him down and have a talk with the Nazis? We have the bad vigilante on Arrow. Well, actually, he just yeah. died because that was season four. Oh well. Wait, no, no season wait, four. Wait. No, that's. Oh no, he's there yes. right now. This is season five. Mm. it was part of that weird island plot and i don't remember what episode no 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 no. that was i know prometheus that was prometheus right which here's the thing here's so here's the crazy thing about prometheus was that um after i mean i i wrote a fic once that involved prometheus like the actual comic prometheus and then they give this guy and i'm like bro have you read about Prometheus? This man is nerd. That's well, like me with Scandal. Again, Sandra. Like, like Prometheus destroys the Justice League. Like he he comes to the future to destroy the Justice League. But, but uh, yeah, Peacemaker uh, Vigilante is the best Vigilante right now. So do you really yeah. want to do you really do you really taste it? it? So the best DC media dance. we're gonna get for the next. I would years. like to learn. I want to learn how to do that dance. They apparently did it there. I didn't go though because <laughs> I can't. I, I have, can't do I anything. have the instructions on my phone to do that See, dance. Okay, if you want us to do this dance and learn it and put it on video, no, I'm just joking. We're not gonna I'll, do I'll, it. People, I'll, 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 I'll do the dance. <laughs> Kate will do it for Face you. Face reveal. Uh, before I'll, I'll, I'll put, now i'm gonna put a bat i'm gonna put a sack over my head like shia labeouf <laughs> right before um we leave on our nazi uh, journey plot yes i'm gonna before that i want to say two things first of all nate goes all right where can i get a gun which is very funny yeah 
And then I, second mood date, I would have done that too, to be honest. <laughs> and then second, Sarah's like, here are the translator pills. I'm like, so do they wear off? Are they like... Yeah, that was sort of a lot of pills. I'm are they like an IUD for your focus <laughs> cords? What is that? What are they doing? Didn't we say that like last week? I feel like they are. Also, Nate doesn't need them because he knows like six languages. Listen, we gotta practice safe, dirty talk here. That's why you gotta take the pills. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We gotta- Wait, do you know that part in Dexter's lab? And it's like, speak French to me. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> That's just Nate and Obaya. <laughs> that is. Oh my god, that is. Anyway, we get those. Mm. Then we're going. I, this is the second time oh. Martin has pulled the oh, you don't know who I am. I, I know, but it works when he for does him. That, when he does that, you know he is about to get his bitch on. You know what? He has balls of steel because it worked. And then he goes, I love it. And then the, this one Nazi dude, I don't even know his name, goes up to him and says, I thought you were taller. And that's, he's like, Well, that's just my Forget voice. That guy. He's a Nazi. Who cares? I know. That? I don't care. But my voice makes me look bigger. Yeah. And they insist he perform for them. Oh, yeah. So he goes up there. And of course, you have to use the one musical that took place during world war ii the musical that's about the musical that essentially ends with fleeing nazi germany and the back to the future reference they do for the heck of it i loved that little back to the future reference. it's like when he um it's like i'm gonna start singing like try to keep up yeah and then like he starts singing eight of from sound of music and if anybody knows about victor garbo he started on Broadway in, in um, Godspell, but he is the original Anthony from Sweeney Todd, and he was with Angela Lansbury, rest in peace. And right now, in Boston, Cheyenne is playing Anthony in Sweeney Todd. Um, Fantastic. But yeah, I'm going to be honest, I sang along because I oh do love my that God. song. And it kind of- it reminds I- my grandmother a little bit, too. I'm not going to yeah, lie. It- no, I... Yeah. I- I was in The Sound of Music. This is like my high school trauma theater story was oh. I auditioned for The Sound of Music when I was in middle school. because Were you a nun? Because <laughs> I went to the callback oh, no. on Trap Kids. <laughs> and they, all the callback was is that we had to stand in a line. And it was oh. too tall to be one of the younger Von Trap girls. Because the only oh, older oh. girl is Liesl. And that was going to be a high schooler. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. I had to be the nun that sings the stupid opening chant at the beginning. You got to listen. I know I never got to theater, but I, I'll either. say here's my this is this is my shame. And I do need to rectify this. Um, I have never seen the sound of music all the way through. You have to. I'm aware. I mean, like, again, the original Maria was um Mary Martin, who was the original Peter Pan, which is very interesting. But again, I will talk to you about musicals anytime, any day. Because, <laughs> again, this is also our first time that we have someone in the cast sing a song that, like, bursts into every episode that we end up with a much more songs, which was awesome. Oh, yes, Julie Andrews. I, I love Julie Andrews so much. 
that woman mm. shaped my childhood and I nearly screamed when I watched Aquaman in the theater that I heard her voice. Excellent. Um, the best part, yet? You know what? I love that even though she lost her voice, she still sang in um, pr- The Princess. Yeah. But uh, Victor it's... Garbo, if you get him talking about Broadway, he will talk your ear off for like a while. <laughs> He's the Garbo. <laughs> And so (laughs) while the singing's going down, which is great, there is also, um, okay, call me a conspiracy theorist. Amaya is wearing this red dress. Beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. She is everything. She is everything. Did Uh, they just buy or copy this dress? Isn't this the tango dress that Sarah wears in season four? No, no, because her dress is much longer. It's floor length. Yeah, didn't it have a slit, I, that, too? That's a good point. Didn't it have a, a slit? Point. All right. Um, but, like, and Ray starts, Ray comes up to her and starts dancing with her, and he's, she's sort of like, what are you doing here? Yeah, she's kind of like, get the F out. Um, undercover. You're blowing my cover. Get out of here. Oh, we also didn't mention that, like, when the Nazi's there, and they're like, ah, you're gonna sing for us. He looked at Jackson and says and don't play any music yeah again legends music. we did and not so- need this we did not need this we wait, did not wait. need it do I understand people act like that back then yes absolutely and Ray stops Jackson from taking a punch but, I thought um, Ray was wrong for that <laughs> right I'm yeah. so, listen, listen could I listen I understand like Ray was probably trying for Jackson from getting killed but um, I was Jacks. I was pissed off that he didn't get to punch the Nazi first, and Ray got to punch the Nazi. But we will talk and- about that um, because this was the most uncomfortable moment for me ever. Oh yeah, that this was, was really um, bad. It was, very, ooh. very uncomfortable. Because then they start hailing Hitler again. You don't need this. We know you're Nazis. You don't need it. I said during season one, we didn't need that either. But you're sitting there saying hail Hitler, which again is very traumatic for a Jew watching this. And um, then you you have he's like, you need to do this, right? And I'm right here because I would never do it at all. And he's like, punches them out, which he deserves. Even Dex, like after Ray is punched, this Nazi is like, oh, so you get to. You know what? I think it would have meant more in the long run if it had been Jackson instead of a white man who I know like there's theories that Ray Palmer's Jewish but this Ray Palmer's not Jewish so I would have rather it been Jax um I'll say like once the punches start all hell breaks loose in the bar um Amaya attack Amaya tackles two men which I thought was very girl boss of her and in the midst of it all in the midst of everything Someone shouts out, protect Max Lorenz. And I had to laugh there because he got all this crap going down and Martin's still at the stage. Um, people, Nazis, you want to protect a Jewish man. Hi. Which, yeah, I yeah. yeah. I would have laughed if he had just like kept singing but switched to like, how do you solve a problem like Maria? Uh, funnier, if he went to a fiddler on the roof song. <laughs> oh my god! And then, by the way, I got one better. Cabaret. 
Oh my god! Yes. Which which oh in cabaret that cabaret that cabaret. Yes, that would have been amazing. That was I, I saw I that was my I'm first. Sad experience. that he's actually never been in cabaret. Like a young Victor would have been awesome. Where were we? Oh my god, we never got oh, yes. on Legends. Oh yes, that guy Peter would have Spitt. crushed it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but Bar Girl puts an end to the fight, which good for good for her. It's very girl boss of her. It's very girl boss. And I do love that Jax waves and Nate gives a little thumbs up. It's like, okay, you two. You know, Nate is very I see supportive. You, Nate is very supportive to his bros when they're like wanting to get with a girl. And they're not even bros yet. That's the best no. part. Although the power of bro. Nate never really, I, I don't know, Nate and Jax never really had yeah that's sad interactions when i think about it i kind of wish they did maybe they were were maybe possibly not to backtrack but there we did miss the little moment of like while they're in the little prison cell and he's like hey did anyone get like the the star spangled girl's name and sarah says why didn't you ask for a number and they start hitting each other like siblings that was great (laughs) <laughs> any interaction between Jax and Sarah is amazing because it is like their sibling I love that but the JSA essentially take over the wave rider in a way and because Amaya's like you all need you, she's essentially you all need to be kept in line you are dangerous I'm not I, impressed by any of your fancy yeah things. I love that line where she's just like she you think this is ripped. gonna impress me and it's not impressing me at all I'm like, ripped into them. Maya. <laughs> Maya in her, awesome. in fairness, I mean, when you have your first listen, if you were raised in a relatively strict uh and you have a strict mindset that you're growing into because you have a need to impress people and show them that you and, and you believe that impressing them shows you shows that they have value. When you encounter people like the legends, it's a very big culture shock at first. Yeah. And you may be disapproving. You know what? That's a very interesting metaphor for um when people are when people are kind of under when people are starting to discover queerness, especially after they've been kind of repressed their whole life. Mm -hmm. I also see it as the point of again, Amaya's from Zambezi, which is probably really poor part of wherever she is, and then you have the soldiers who are probably from a richer thing that show their riches and like we could get whatever we want and we could get your village so she's probably coming from that too where like oh your riches is not as good as you think they are i mean she even has that later like i know we're jumping ahead but when i i like that they will set this up when she says right like you're a superhero because you have a suit and he says oh so you're only a superhero because of the amulet and she's like no i'm a black belt and I'm trained exactly. in other disciplines. She's like, I'm trained, no, like, trained in edged weapons. Edged weapons combat. I love that term. I love Do we her. Ever get to see all- her use one? I mean, yeah, Shogun's next episode. Oh, good. Oh. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, I liked mm. Sarah's line when um, Nate's like, my grandfather won't talk to me. <laughs> and Sarah says to Nate, well, sometimes it's hard to look at your future. 
which I feel like is very poignant. Like it's a recurring mm. theme through Legends and especially very pressing at the end. Especially yeah. in season two and three. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. we, also, we, ha- we also know where Sarah's coming from because her future, she's thought she's seeing her sister died. So it's really relevant for her. Like sometimes you can't, don't want to see what happens or, you know, you want to ignore it. But I feel like also maybe Steele thinks if he interacts with Nate, it might screw up time too. I feel like that there's a thought of that in his head as well. This is also when we get the first mention of Nate's hemophilia. Which yes. Which when you're sadly, 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 after the season, I feel like we forget it. We, well, sad. aside from having the hemophilia benefit in season four, that's, we that's kind it. of, it's really skated over. I mean, when the mustard gas takes his powers away, they didn't even mention anything about the hemophilia. No, I'm kind of curious. Worth wondering. Yeah, it is. I mean, but if he's in the totem, does it matter? Like, does because the totem's spiritual? Does it can really you bleed? Wait, can you yeah. bleed in the totem? Can you can you can you use the facilities of the totem? What I mean, happens to what happens to totem world waste? Um. Okay, if we have any writers like listening to us which would it be amazing please let us know how do you create food in a totem they have donuts they i do. know how, we're, how, but by new by the laws of by laws like, no matter can be created nor destroyed but, but how nate does it brought, work magic nate, nate brought in the donuts though remember gary procured those donuts for oh, nate yeah, true, so, but, yeah. okay true but it's like i mean what happens is like some kind of um quantum realm stuff going on there i don't know i feel like this would have been a season eight question maybe if they popped up again i have too many questions i know because mm-hmm. what the totem stuff is woefully underwritten um, and i love the totem stuff me too but speaking of totem so this is when amaya is talking to ray and amaya also has a great line of i don't focus on past mistakes i'm constantly looking forward which is Mm -hmm. a real sets her up as a great contrast to sarah like Mm -hmm. they're the two that are fighting at the beginning but sarah even we're just two episodes in is constantly looking like being affected by her past and her actions and also having lost her sister so recently and thinking about all the what ifs in that scenario it's really set them up as a good contrast for each other yeah, and then yeah. It, it's amazing that it's Sarah that kind of, bring, you know, is the one who detects that he is the hemophiliac because she's like, well, you have this cut and you have this bruise and you're not healing. And she goes, I know my cuts and bruises because of her past. And she uses that to be like, oh, you're human, you're hemophiliac, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, but the thing is, I do admire this about Nate. He is he is firm that he makes his own decisions. And he tells the stories like, yeah, when I cut my I cut my knee when I was five and my mom made me stay in the house until I was 16. Because I'm I mean, I don't know anyone personally who has that, but I can understand like the urge to protect someone with the need and desire to protect someone. Well, if but he, he wants control. That's the thing that Nate, it's very important, Nate. Like Nate is Nate wants 
experiences. Yeah. I think it's a good way to if, describe it. If you look back in history and you look at the czars and he had the hemophilia exactly. and, and how much his mother was very protective of him. Yeah, it, it has yes. to be really bad because you have that historical and it did, didn't it trace back to Queen Victoria's family in a way? Because I, I know, because I, I, I think, because the Sarina, um, she, tra- she, her ancestry, I believe, traced back to Victoria. I think, I'm, I, I don't remember my royal history. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm just going because, like, they even, I feel like they brought Rasputin in for that too. And it's like, just exactly. So um yeah, it's not it's not a fun thing to have. And you if you get a wound that's serious enough, you're gonna bleed to death. Which is set up as like some bad foreshadowing. Which I feel like here's the thing. Like I think sometimes Legends is good at dropping something at the beginning of a season and then on rare occasions following it up. A lot of times they drop something and then they will tell you at the end of the episode. Yeah, um, this is a little off track, but that was a criticism a lot for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it was initially started out. It was like, none of this stuff is connected. What's what's the purpose of all this? Why is there an episode about a lady with an eye camera? Why is there this episode about, gra- about um, Gravitonium? And people were criticizing that a lot, but eventually, like, by the end of the season, and the seasons continued on that, they managed to piece things together. Oh, my God. Um, is this episode just, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had Disney money, so it looks a little but like again, no, 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 they, they had again, some Disney like, money. Again, look, Hydra. And then, like you said, you're not canon. Wait, wait, Hydra. Hydra of the Nazis. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, because, like, Hydra was a big problem in, se- in the latter part of season one and season two, and, um, I'm bad. Around I've se- only around, se- around season three, they were it was they were basically like killing Hydra. Hydra was like I think Hydra was done by season three ish, if I remember correctly. I'm um, bad. I've only seen the last season because Daniel Sosa was in it. Let's go. We have discussed this. Our, <laughs> our boy. Sorry, I sorry. H is my first favorite, no, no. so it's a little special to me. No, I I support it because like listen, we love Sosa here. I'll mm. never forget them blowing up the bus, though. That's that was A- not okay. Agents of Shield and Legends were they were not the same year because no Winter Soldier had come out way well yeah. before it. Winter Soldier came out in the middle of Agents of Shield, and they did so yeah because you had to go brilliant. see it to then yeah. watch. You had to go see it because I was like, wait, what? I was, I was seeing all the memes like, wait, what the f is going on here? I can't oh. go to theaters. I have to go to school. Speaking of bad Nazi things, yes. um, we're in the forest and then we're fighting some Nazis. Wait, that didn't are we totally forget the necklace? We totally forgot the necklace. What necklace? The one that Hitler wants. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, was I was an am- that it was an amulet. It was a Judeo-Christian <laughs> amulet. Okay, it was a cheap-looking necklace. The Askaran amulet, which which was believed to have occult properties, and that's why they believed, oh, Hitler wants this crap now. Yeah, and this is why we're going through all this, is because of this thing. I was looking this amulet up. Is it real? 
Um, it's not, I could not find oh, it in okay. anything like necessarily in real life, but it is, it's also called the, I think when they mentioned this later, the long, longinus medallion. It's basically yes. a medallion that belongs to the soldier that pierced Christ's side with the spear with, of destiny. That, which so like, that does tie in later on. Okay. And that will tie in. But I, I just want to look up and see if like, it's a thing. Or like was in the comics at some point. Spear of Destiny is it not oh, yeah. History it probably doesn't exist, but we have to remember in history that Hitler did uh, loot a lot of stuff, like yes, a lot of um, art, jewelry. There was anything. so much art theft and steps to steps to take art preservation in um, World War Two. And I, w- I mean, it's really interesting to see like how much stuff was. Stolen. Packed away, and how much? How much is stolen? How much is packed away? How much is still lost to this day? Yeah, it's also like important to note if nobody is aware of this is that in the show when they say Hitler has uh, like an obsession with the occult, that's not like made up for the show. Is that Mm-mm. one of the terrible things that a lot of shit the Nazis believed in, as well as are like besides horrific racism, was like it all stemmed from truly dumb occult beliefs. I'm not saying this is like anything if you believe uh, in occultism or you practice culture. I'm saying like they used this as a tool to further spread white supremacy in that the white race is the only race. It all stems from truly stupid. I mean, even today you can see like so white supremacist groups have co-opted a lot of uh, Norse paganism. I, um, oh yeah symbolism um, yeah and that is used in some circles but oh yeah to move forward sadly then like baron what is our baron's name again krieger krieger, krieger. It, sounded like it, it sounded like is. a cartoon baron, baron krieger? i don't know but but baron that's krieger. the worst people this is the worst cgi i've ever seen oh in my, my god whole entire so, life. this is giving this is some abomination bullcrap right here. <laughs> he has got some serum that Thawne gave him and he injects it and he's like the he is like stage one Hulk when they're developing he, the CGI. Literally, <laughs> it is just terrible and it, he looks so fake and I'm like why does he kind of look like Rocky Drago but on crack? I don't know. <laughs> it's so bad. It's this bad. is genuinely Ray and Amaya get get pounded pretty good by him, and Amaya's oh, yeah. a bad captain. And again, have- we'll, we'll we'll reiterate that before this, she did take Ray down a peg and was like, "You ain't no hero because of your suit." I'm sorry. She's like, "Well, you're right on one." She's like, "Well, you're right on one thing. You're not a hero." Oh. And I was like, "Oh and- crap!" Again. After Ooh, I'm roasted. what happens later, I think this is Ray's journey into finding him, that hero within him instead of just it's, the suit. It's becoming a hero for the right purposes yes. and not becoming a hero to avenge Anna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ray's taking these steps toward heroism and truly not to make himself feel good, but because it is truly the right thing. And I know that that is Ray as we see him throughout the season so before that so they're kind of like again knocked out and kind of tied together so uh, these are two people who are not getting along at this point tied up together this is fun 
great trope. Yeah, I love that trope. I'm going to be real honest. The first time I watched this episode way back in 2016, I was fearful they were going to try and push Ray and Amaya on us. It's like, no, 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 no. Ray just got out of a relationship. I actually, same, same, Kate. I actually was scared of the same thing. And I was like, oh, please, no, not after the Kendra. This is the pattern. (laughs) This is the pattern of Ray Palmer. Mm, it I, is. I, he has this pattern. is the pattern. We saw this with Kendra. We saw this with Felicity. It's like he's getting close and he wants to find a bond. And Amaya is just like shooting him down. Hey, girl, do you, do you also have repressed trauma? Hey. <laughs> hey he found the girl Some with the right suppressed trauma for him later on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> found my wrong <laughs> but um yeah so well, they're basically well, go ahead sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you go but while they're in the field and everyone's getting knocked out and martin cannot make a decision to save his life sarah's the one in the field like right mick cover us uh while we leave with fire and then you i think it's said uh, dr midnight like go handle this yes. uh right here sarah is the battle technician tactician yeah hell yeah but but and then like i feel like martin was more worried about this amulet than he was about like anything else because he's like oh and Jax was like we can't just leave ray and amaya there and he's like well we're gonna have to and they succeed in getting the amulet but um ray and amaya get taken in by the nazis Uh, and then back on the and so Sarah is making some good points about going to rescue them. And Rex is just dismissing her and trying to favor Stein. And that's when, kind of, when Stein basically has a little bit of a breakdown. Oh my God. Moment. I, I love what he says to Sarah about Sarah, though. This is like probably my best, the favorite, favorite line of Martin's is like her, her, her heart. And what he says is like, he she finally gives up the heart. ego. Yeah. Love this. Like such a good scene. A also, good scene. I like that Martin says that Jax was right. I thought that was a very nice one. Yeah. I think Jax deserves to hear that more often. Yeah, but he goes, she she has experiences. She's thought about this thing and she's been the heart of this team. Basically, that's what he said. And it's like for Martin Stein, who again, his ego is huge. And I feel like again, as the season goes on, you see that ego start cracking little by little which i love so but you see right in this this episode it's gonna start cracking his ego which is great and i do like and i think at the time he's correct sarah was the she was the team's heart at the time ray's a bleeding heart sorry he's he raised that leader raised that I'm sorry, Ray is not leadership material because he is understand that he he's concerned more about people's feelings, I believe. Um I you know, I feel like Jax kind of also has a share of the heart in a team. And um Mick <laughs> um Mick know. is just the artisan. I Mick, Mick, Mick will step up in dire circumstances as we have seen, but as being a leader, he does Mick, not have it. Mick is, Mick is the guy who likes to 
Hey, yeah, Mick kind of is the second in command in some parts to Sarah. Honestly, Mick is the guy who will steal your beer, and that's it. That's what he'll do. I'm the guy with the gun. Mick's the guy yeah. who will he he will steal your stuff, but he will but he will put his body life on the line. On the line. Yeah, safe. he'll put a life in the line. Mick's ride or die. And then again, before his ride this, or die is dead. Oh, that's this, not really true. Even even. <laughs> Yeah, even before this episode, we see Sarah kind of edging towards being captain with her taking over the Wave Rider in season one. And we kind of see this like foreshadowing in that. And it's like, you know, it was always going to be Sarah because Martin might be smart in some ways, but there's other ways that like, no, he cannot do it. There's no way. And what is Rex's plan? Okay. Oh, Rex is Rex is called in a bunch of B-17s to bomb the crap out of the Nazi stronghold or base, wherever the crap I mean, they are. I mean, we in support which, that, but in theory, which, good, said- good plan. But when he's asked about Amaya, he's like, oh, she'll understand. Yeah. Um she'll be cool with it. Uh, Spoiler she slept with this guy. Ducky later because we found out they were dating, and it's like, hell, Rex. Hell, Maya, you need you need the tw- you need the twenty first century girl boss juice. I think she just needs the twenty first century girl boss juice. You just need another person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much. How, how much did this star girl talk? How how, how how I mean, how long did this team get along with each other? But they seem like a very business. Crew. Yeah. I feel like her and Stargirl do not hang out after, like, you know, the job. But so Ray has been tinkering with the serum to make more for the quote unquote um, Nazi. Yeah, thank you. I was like, <laughs> I don't well, like, because again, Nazi Krieger has already said, I will kill uh, Maya if you don't do this and I will kill you. So he kind of has no um, no choice. And Amaya has like a very, it's almost kind of a parallel to White Knights in a way. She's like, yeah. don't you dare do this, Raymond. Exactly. You better exactly. not. This Leonard Snark came and just possessed her for a brief you moment. Know, I'm sad again. We never got the good Leonard meeting Amaya. I feel like we discussed this off air once. I think Amaya took the place of Snark. Yes. You would think I it agree. was Nate. It's not. It's not. It's not. Amaya took the place of Snark. And obviously, yes. like, she's not the same. It's not what we're saying. It's not. But in terms of like the team dynamic, that's who she is. That's why she has that connection to Mick. Yeah, she we'll she I I love Amaya and Mick. I love I love their interactions. They're great. I mix think. in, mix in, man. Oh. We will get Listen, there. It, it, we will. Oh, okay, we'll get that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But right now, um, she is the snart in a way. Uh, but like. She's polar, she doesn't have as polar. much sass, and she's not as um, she's not a her edges are not as sharp as snark. They're still sharp edges, but they're not as sharp. I think that like Amaya lived through not exactly everything. I mean, it's pretty probably crappy what was happening in Zambezi, but also snark was going through child abuse, so it's it's a few different. 
yeah no I don't think Amaya was yeah facing that I she seems like she had a very well-adjusted childhood she had a good life but I think to go along with that is this idea of both of them have a very strict moral code for themselves that they have developed yes. because they've lived they've lived very different lives but Snart's code even if he was a thief he stuck by it and he lived by it Amaya lives by her own code even if it's not the code of whatever team she's working with she knows this is what I believe and I don't want to change that even if it's not the popular one let her die for his team and she was willing to she was if it meant Nazis wouldn't get their hands on it she'd die for it Snart did that in White Knights. He was like, yeah, he's going to kill me. You better let her do that. Yep. Yep. I do like how Ray did take down those scientists with the microscope. That That was lovely. I know. He's like, I wish you could. I would have took them all down with this microscope. (laughs) That was a great jailbreak scene, by the way. I mean. That's good. Like, I I do love that the centuries are reporting. We saw a man made out of fire. I was like, oh, hell yeah, there's firestorms. Oh, Nazi is not even faced. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna put this like heroin. No, it's more like what is it? Steroids it's in like me. It's venom. It's steroids. <laughs> it's venom. It's not venom. Oh, oh, wait, oh, that venom. I thought you meant the symbiote venom. No, no. no. But but like Ray has his own formula that he has created and he's a go-go he, juice he was yes he was gonna put it in his own body before i think that they left yeah he was about to do it can you just imagine the venom and ray dynamic though that oh my would be god funny that would have been amazing. as hell it's just like the thing you did that's kind of what Neron Ray should have been. That's, oh yes, that's yes, not that we don't love Neron Ray. That was good times, but that was that was sexy times. Um, right, the entire Nate plot line that we forgot about. So back on the ship, the bomb hit his grandfather and Nate on the Well, well okay. Back I can backtrack. But yes, so eventually, so shortly after the centuries report and um Amaya still on her totem, but she's like, uh, yeah, I can still take care of myself because I knew Ray was going to underestimate her. I'm sorry. That is a fatal flaw, flaw Ray. He likes to be the white knight. Mm-hmm. That is not a damsel in distress. Ray, you are the damsel in distress, if anything. Yeah. But yes. I do love that they meet Nick and Sarah in the hallway. Sarah has actually gotten Amaya's totem for her. And they're on their way out because the B-17s are like five minutes away. And... um. The 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 Uber Hulk comes out. Um, Krieger's Nazi Nazi Hulk. (laughs) The Uber Nazi. The Nazi. God, that's such again bad CGI. The it is remarkably bad. Here's the Hank is the guy who tries Henry. Henry, I keep saying I'm sorry, dude. Why do freaking God damn you, Hank Haywood. Um, Henry tries to shoot him and it just like succeeds in pissing him. It's like that scene in Age of Ultron, which you know that's got it moved with issues, but when um Hulk and Iron Man are duking it out in South Africa 
for the- you know what they were missing. Like, they I'm were sorry. missing. They were missing a Natasha just to sing the song to the Uber Hulky Nazi guy. Oh, come on. Don't, don't, don't do Natasha Romanoff dirty know. like that. You missed it, it would have worked. And then she would have kicked her. No, don't, look, don't, Natasha do would have kicked. No, Natasha would have kicked the Nazis' ass after she yes, did that. And just like it's just it's just Stein singing Edelweiss. Yeah, him long enough to kill. Are we, so this is so. Are we saying that Stein is the Natasha Romanoff of? Yes, because he Romanoffed Vandal Savage in season one. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, Henry shoots the shoots the shoots Krieger in his um in his CGI form, and. He starts running because, like, oh crap, this man's gonna pound me, not in the fun way. Um, <laughs> but then I love that Nate comes up on the motorcycle with a sidecar. He's like, "Hop in!" You know, the scene kind of reminds me with the motorcycle of him just like kind of leading. Is the same kind of thing of him having like Alan in season seven and trying to run. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> oh yeah. It's very Last Crusade vibes happening here, which is nice. Very good parallel there. It's probably a riff on Great Escape, too. Yeah. yeah. But But, definitely, um, I see Last Crusade. Yeah. But so they're going, and the bombs are starting to drop, and you see them coming behind Krieger, and eventually one hits him, and then boom, no more. He's dead. I hope he doesn't regenerate because that would suck really bad. That would and suck. they think, oh, and then Nate, he stops the motorcycle. I was so pissed. And he's like, yeah, we did it. We did it. A bomb explodes right in front of them. And I guess, Nate, and it knocks them off. Nate, you got to learn timing. You should have just kept on going. You should have just went into the wave rider. Yeah, you should have went towards the wave rider. But again, you need yes. that moment to, ha- to happen for what happens later and <laughs> yeah but uh they're pretty banged up and you can and and no and now that we have the knowledge that nate has hemophilia we see his face like oh that's not good again he has the worst his body damage and it can't keep up because he has no clotting factor it's like it's, it's basically someone rolled a d20 uh, on mm-hmm. it and I, so, so way too high He's bleeding, and like he, uh, even like Martin's like Gideon's doing what she can, but like if he can't clot, like if his blood can't clot, there's only so much she can do. <laughs> it's Martin's internal. right. It is Martin's right. And then Ray goes, "Wait a minute, I still have this formula on me." Yay. Before that, when Amaya's like, "Were you close?" and he's like, "No." I don't really know him, but I still would be in the Cretaceous period with that T Rex. And Amaya, I love like, that. I would have Amaya's not even like okay. That's perfect foreshadowing for the romance to come. Yeah, I mean we don't have that until like again it starts next episode. I feel, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a real bonding period for them. So he kind of just runs towards the sick bay. We'll call it the sick bay. I don't know what they call it. I call it the med bay. Well, I, I watched too much Star Trek, obviously. And he injects it into Nate. 
And they're all they're, they're kind and of he's... freaking out on him too. And first, like, hey, uh, we saw that turn that dude into uh base to into a monster. How do you know it's not gonna detonate? Oh look, his vitals are stabilizing. He's okay. We can't test this at all. He just injected it into Nate. He didn't test anything. He's like, well, maybe it'll do something bad, but hopefully it'll save him. I hope uh Ray did Ray, I trust Ray to use a clean needle. I will just say that. Oh my god. Yeah, was that the same needle he tried to put in himself? I mean like I, I, I don't do. think so. Please no, Ray. Please. But it's weird because um A.O. Bartle gave him like one dose for one super soldier. It's like, but we saw him inject that in himself like two times. Like, did he give himself a half dose the first time or what? I, mean, not... I don't know. Did he split up into three You're so that Ray would have a half dose? Motor... And if it's not enough, it's like it's thing? like breaking a Tums in half. <laughs> God, God. I don't know medicine and I don't know chemistry, guys. I'm no, sorry. I don't either. When Nate gets back, I, I kind of liked Nate's moment with his grandfather because I'm not quite sure when this is, but I have in my notes is that his grandfather basically says, like, I didn't want you to look at me like a hero. Like, I do what I do yes. so that others don't have to, so that you won't have to, which I found very poignant. Yeah, considering considering he does do that, you know, and we definitely learn later about the just the Hayward kind of the Hayward curse, too. The daddy issue cycle. The daddy issue cycle. Yeah. You think you think you think that's gonna happen to Nate in his totem future? His kids, if he has kids, are they gonna have daddy issues? I think Azari wouldn't let him do that to his, their kids. Nate, Nate breaks the cycle. Yeah. I have hope for you. Nate. Better break the cycle. And I'm I, I don't go, think I'm again going to talk with him if he doesn't. I definitely think Zari would say, "Hey, look, you shouldn't be doing this." If she sees something is up, like she would definitely call him out. Is it Nick that says this is a nice way of you saying thanks? Nate's yes, a, it is. Very sassy. In this episode, I love him. This was another good Nick episode, I believe. So he there's been two yeah. strong Nick episodes for season one. He wasn't in that much, but the two couple lines he had in this episode, fantastic. I feel like it's hard because a Nick-centered episode can really go one of two, can go with several ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we get one later. I feel like him and the... Uh, George Washington is, yeah, is very much. That one's amazing. And I'm I'm trying to think of one that, like, maybe is mixed-centric that isn't good. Maybe there isn't one. I think it's just because, like, we talk about how he's inconsistently written. It's like, sometimes we go back on mixed character development for a Mick episode. Turncoat is a good example of that not happening. Yeah, Turncoat. Welcome to the Jungle is also really good where that doesn't happen. That's a really, I admit, that's a really great I, episode. I did not like the obviously the alien pregnancy plot line for Mick. So, yeah, no, I, that, that has a lot of season six was. I'm sorry, I I believe season six was very messy, and I do understand the pandemic, but it was just it just felt very messy to me personally. 
there's some great episodes in season six, but also oh no doubt, no doubt, but it just felt like there was a lot of mess behind the scenes. There's a lot of mess in that season. That that'll be fun to unpack. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of mess, uh, the messiest man in the Arrowverse shows up for the last two minutes. Rex Tyler's like, hmm, another day being a hero. And he, because the JSA is going to hold on to the Askaran amulet for safekeeping, as Rex puts it. And so he puts it in this, he puts it basically in like a, it's like when, you, you know, when you go to an antique store, they have the glass cases with all the old jewelry in it. He basically puts it in one of those on his bright red velvet. Um, Again. You thingy. should never, um, this is the one point you should never listen to Indiana Jones by saying, keep it in a museum. You should have gave it back to the people who originally owned it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, um, Britain. <laughs> Britain, yeah, Britain. In general. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at all your museums. Give back the Elgin Marvels, you tits. And then, so he's keeping it there, like, another day of being a hero. And then everyone rolls in. He's like, bitch, I've seen you before. And we know how this ends. I think I've seen this show before. before. And I and didn't I like, like the end. And, and he vibrates his hand through him. He, he very gives much him, he gives like him the a Cisco Ramon special. Mm-hmm. He very much did not like the ending as he, you know, started doing it eddie on the floor i'm sorry <laughs> he's oh. like he's like you messed my plan and i'm gonna do this to you now he's like what you're gonna kill me no i'm yes. gonna erase there you, you. <laughs> and, and literally he was bleeding out like eddie bled but our stranger things but um <laughs> yes i know the eggs that sorry people anyway but then, um, uh, when amaya came in that was like I was like, dang, they told Maisie to go over the top here. I could tell. She's like, no. Yeah. His last words to our time, time traveler. I mean, I guess he doesn't know, like, he doesn't know his name. So, I mean, next the bitch in the yellow suit. We all know where her brain is going to go because who who are the only time travelers she knows at this point? The legends. The legends. I feel like they did tell her to like really go for it because Maisie and like is amazing. Absolutely, yeah. she she is. I'm, she's great. Uh, one look, of the best parts uh, of the show. She's also one of the actors that we got to see play two separate characters, and you love two separate characters, and they're nothing alike, and you forget. She, hey, these are both Maisie. Maisie that, made them yeah. so unique. It mm-hmm. was like Matt Ryan with uh, John and like Quinn, where I would just be like, okay, this is the same person, right? And I would forget. Same with Maisie. Mm-hmm. Even same with Tala. Like, Kazar- yeah, Tala for sure. Yeah, uh, Kazari- you could say You could say it was an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I feel like they told her to go a little over the top at the end. Because I, I was like, I know this can be better. <laughs> like, I appreciate but, the theatrics. But I, I, I also think that, again, maybe they told her to go overboard because that's the breaking down of her wall. And it's, this is the yes. man she, he, this is the man she was dating and possibly, she probably, 
she loved him so she's seeing him die so that all that stoicism is like breaking in that moment i'm just i'm just thinking now because i didn't think about it then because essentially we know in the next episode she goes right on the wave rider yeah um and what makes me laugh a little bit i mean it's not funny it's not funny but it's funny funny bad um that probably like the next morning like she left without telling anyone so they came down next morning is like okay amaya's gone and uh rex is dead what happened to you i like that's just how it ends it's like oh no (laughs) tune in next uh, week who's in charge now i can't be me i'm a woman Oh my god <laughs> what? so it probably steel will end up in charge obviously yeah because he's the white man i was gonna say that. yeah he's the white man we, we got we got a blonde girl we have yeah have... my god we're down one white man this is a problem <laughs> oh my god we lost the, we lost the only other white guy on our team <laughs> we lost the sexist white man Oh, oh rest no! In rest in peace, sexist man. And yeah. thing, that's the last time that it's well. It's the last time that when you think about it later on, that's the last time Charles ever saw Amaya. Really, was when they came back there because everyone else got to see her again, except for Charles. That's really sad. That's what my that's my job angst thank you cakes he never he never got to he never got to he that was the last time they spent time together yeah and he back. never got to come out to her no no that's todd oh you know what was i confused them after a while <laughs> how, how do you confuse them i confuse charles everybody. is dr Mi- charles mcdider is dr midnight i don't know their I just, names. I just realized, i will admit oh, this <laughs> i know todd rice is obsidian Okay, thank Charles you. Charles McNider is Dr. Midnight. Uh, Courtney Whitmore is Stargirl. I do not Henry know the Haywood lore. is Commander uh, I have. I just, I did research <laughs> in between, se- in between like, seasons. I don't I know the lore. I have uh, disgraced Bobby Singer. I am sorry. You're, who's the Bobby Singer of the podcast? You. Oh, God. So by season seven, I'm going to get taken out. No. I suppose I'm one of those vampire boys now. <laughs> you're the Benny? vampire boy. You're Benny? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the Benny? I don't know. I'm just thinking so about you, vampires a so, lot lately. <laughs> so so if you're Benny, does that mean you have a um, friendship with Ian Winchester? I mean, I like a sad man <laughs> with daddy issues. <laughs> oh my god. Does everybody let's, 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 wait, wait, does everybody on the CW have daddy issues? Yeah, it's the hey, CW. All, Oliver Queen. <laughs> Wait, does, does Barry Allen have daddy issues? Yes. yes. He's in daddy for- issues. <laughs> because uh, he was brave for murdering his mom. Cara, Dan- Cara Danvers has planetary issues. Um, Only one who doesn't have daddy issues is Black Lightning. And no, 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 no. He's got some dad. He's got a few daddy issues. Because his dad. They killed his dad by shoving his own news no, articles down his throat. His daughters don't, though. His daughters don't. His daughter, his his daughters, his daughter. Yeah, he's he's a good dad. Oh my God, Roswell also daddy issues because Alex of, has daddy issues. Oh, what the hell! 
Have you seen that father? Of course he does. I'm just saying, they all have daddy issues. What the hell? What, what other shows? Wait, does the, hun- the hundred has? Oh yeah, the hundred has daddy issues for sure. Um, uh, it had daddy issues. It's okay, hooray! Evil is defeated. Wait, wait. <laughs> Batwoman, is there any daddy issues in this? Yes. Yeah. Man. There's the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! If, listen, if it is a Batman property, they have free daddy. daddy. Look at Alice! Look at Alice and tell mm. me she doesn't have daddy issues. Man, even you could say Gotham. There's daddy issues. Of course, there's daddy and issues in Gotham. Daddy. It's Gotham. Daddy. You're gonna have daddy wait, issues. Wait, it's a Batman wait. property. Stranger Things, daddy issues. I'm telling you, everything has freaking daddy issues. And now time for a little segment we haven't gotten to do in a while. Let's see if I remember the title. Shag, hold thumbs with Send to Hell. Oh, yeah. Where we have picked three characters from Legends, Arrowverse, anything that we're thinking about. And we're going to discuss which of you two would like to go first. Wait, we can use any universe, any show, anything? Oh, I, I was thinking universe that ties back to legends. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, okay. Nazi Krieger, Offer Queen, and whoever that dude is that asked signed the thing because I'm just that evil. Wait, what was the last yeah. one? Same Nazi dude that asked the bold thing. guy. Yeah, they're all right. going well listen oliver queen listen i will <laughs> i will shag oliver queen multiple times and marry him before either nazi that's just my stance i'm not no no wait i agree with the stance i would send them both to hell and uh, unfortunately, unfortunately do whatever with oliver listen, which I, is I would marry Oliver. Um, you know, maybe he's maybe he's good and bad, but also maybe I'm allergic to penises. Maybe I develop a certain allergy. <laughs> I will do the fatal mistake of any woman with Oliver Queen and have a child with him before. <laughs> that, that's true. It's you know true. what? That's valid. That's, that's valid. Val- very valid. Is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> okay. It sure is. I'm gonna do the men of actually I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little JSA special. So <laughs> when you shag old Bumpus for send to hell, Rex Tyler, Amaya Jiway, um Dr. Midnight. Man Charles um, McKnighter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. My point is I would Probably Shag and Mary Amaya. This is not fair. So I would do that. I mean, oh, I don't. Gonna... Want to, I don't want to send Doctor Midnight to hell though. He seems like a pretty good dude. Um, but I would definitely send uh, Rex Tyler to hell. Um, absolutely for his sexism. But yeah, I would Shag and Mary Amaya. I would. I would send that Doctor Midnight on a vacation because he deserves one. Mary, I, I, I'm gonna Shag. After midnight, I'm gonna marry Amaya. I'm gonna send Rex Tyler to hell, and that's my final statement. <laughs> my actions speak louder. In which we have the same brain. I will shag Doctor Midnight. I will marry Amaya. I will hold thumbs with Amaya, 
and I will send her to my Yeah, I know. We keep on saying Mary. I mean, listen, listen, listen. Yeah, listen, you got to romance. Although, I mean, I'm not opposed to switching Charles and Amaya out either. Because I, 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 I mean, if, listen, if like, he's a, he seemed like a really good guy when we met him again. It's like, he's really he smart. He deserves he's a vacation. Really smart, and I think I think he's an intellectual. He's yeah. an intellectual, and I think we could have some great talks. And I think that we could get along. He he's an awesome dude who did not deserve to be under the uh, rule of uh, Rex Tyler. Just say. Also, uh, screw your punch for what he did to that man. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for mine? Yes. I I like would like to call my addition unhinged milfs oh (laughs) so i'm gonna say here are our choices we have moira queen oliver's mom we have tigress from star girl i don't know who that is um, oh uh what's her name lachesis Ooh, ooh, oh if I knew who Tigress is, this wouldn't be. Not, I don't know who she is. She is in um in the Star Girl in in the Star Girl lore of the current Aaron show. She is Artemis Croc's mother, and she's married to Sportsmaster. Correct? Is she? Is yes. she? Is she kind of like uh, Regina from like Once Upon a Time? If Regina was a was a sports mom, then yeah okay that helps <laughs> that but i also feel like moira is also regina so um yeah this is hard i got mine okay let's hear your shag moria queen shag moria queen um i would hold thumbs with uh tigress and i would um send lachesis back to hell because on, on, and honestly, you know what? I'm sorry. I lot the Crocs are a ride or die couple, and I kind of love them for that. They're a little. They're so. They're so. They just love doing evil together and beating up children. I should not find that funny. But the, wait, so wait. They, who is this that beats up children? Tigress. They oh, the okay. They're okay. ISA. This, they this the might factor into my thoughts. Can, so can we on. get a picture? Can we show you a picture of this woman? Because um, okay, this, this okay, is very important. Let, let's note that I do not know who this tigress is, and uh, okay, they're gonna show me in two minutes. Okay, she's hot. Okay, yeah! thank you. Um, so I would probably shag her. Thank you. I would shag her. Um, I'd marry Moira queen because she has money and who doesn't want money i mean yeah let me be like the playgirl on um and then i send lakeisa's to hell because she was a bitch to astra and yeah well i am very similar to eden on this go round. uh i i would shag tigress um i do recognize that her she and her husband are very happy together Look, I'm just here, just like a one-off. You know, I fully respect them. Like entirely consensual with all parties. Uh, I'm gonna marry Moira Queen because a money, b I'm Oliver's queen stepmom, which I think is hilarious. Oh my god! 
I'll sending you to military school. <laughs> and um, we're sending Lakesis back to hell. You manipulated Astra. So you deserve to be there forever. This podcast will always stand, Astra. And if you treat Astra like garbage, we will come after you and send you to hell, obviously. <laughs> and there was our round of shag, whole uh, thumbs with send to hell. If you have any suggestions, just be sure to tweet them at us. Do we have any it. other thoughts about this episode as a whole? before we get to our ranking sexism sucks yeah. so does racism yep. um hire nazis please no more nazis we don't need nazis and i will keep on repeating that forever apparently because that's all you guys like to do in media is use nazis agree on both points i saw in my notes i forgot the part when um the other nazi guy is saying to martin Max, whatever his name is, is six feet tall. Max Lorenz. Max Lorenz is six feet tall. Sarah shrinks a little bit. I love that she just. That's great physical acting. I love an ally. We love. We love an ally. (laughs) Again, Victor has the most gorgeous voice, and I damn miss that man. I'm I'm glad we had him for the hundredth episode to sing good morning. Mm-hmm. So, Eden, where would you rank this as compared to our first episode? Number two, too many Nazis. I would say with my ranking on this episode, I would say it's I would I because I have I have out of time ranked right in the middle. It's a seven out of ten. I would put this at maybe fifteen out of sorry, sorry, fifteen out of seventeen. Sorry, that I I can count fifteen out of seventeen. I would put this as a total. Um, I thought it was great to see the JSA, but um, it was it was a lot of Nazis. Like, yeah, Nazis was a problem. Um. And, uh, and yeah, as much as I do appreciate the legends humbly, it got to a point in this episode where it's like, okay, um, we get it. You're you think you're you think and actually are better than we are. Let's let's stop treating us like we're toddlers now at this point. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know, I just I just feel like I feel like we I feel like it we the pacing suffered in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, poor CGI, poor CGI, and poor CGI. I, I, yeah, like a CGI, like I like CGI. I understand we're on a budget. I'm not going to knock it for that. I'm knocking it more for the the pacing. But we the, have like, to remember first. what they did with Bebo, so they could do a better job. That was a year, and we saved up the money for that one. Yeah, we did save up for that, and I feel like I don't know if the CGI is better i don't know if the second half of the season has more budget where they just do better directing or whatever they do like i feel like doom world may not have that much money but it looks so much more polished and put together Mm -hmm. were were we when when we were at disney we saw a building that looked like the star labs um doom world's version (laughs) did i don't remember what building it was it was we passed by it wasn't tomorrowland right no, 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 no. It was out of the park, but I feel like we yeah. passed by a building that reminded us of the Legion of That's funny. Doom World Star. 
claps. Yeah, I think my overall ranking for this episode, it does go below um, out of time. I feel like out of time is also like, if it is not, I don't think it's the best episode of the season. No, no, out of time will be definitely knocked out of my first one once we get But I do think out of time also demonstrated that shift in tone. Like that has some of the iconic Sarah scenes that has us introducing Nate. This episode (laughs) has more points because Amaya, let's be honest. Yes, yes. This is the point. Amaya saves the episode. And let's be real, you know, traitors coming up. So turncoat. Yes. That's the episode to tune in for. We are so excited. That's one yeah. of our all-time favorites. And any other notes about this episode before we close out for today? I I we I love Amaya Giway no end. Yeah, that's my my yes. thought is love her. Amaya was the best one of the best additions to Legends in the beginning because I think we needed her. I know I wonder the stupid things, but now I'm wondering: Do they get like a salary? Being in the JSA because they work so closely with the government. I would hope so. I mean, like, or is, there, pretty... or is there salary like you get food, you get a place to live, and when you and you don't die? I mean, I, seriously, yeah. I'm wondering. Like, you guys, yeah, have, I would, like, I would, do, do, do you guys get paid? I you do don't get paid. They don't get paid in like the Justice League animated shows or like um, in Young Justice. If you've ever watched, I've only watched the first season. I'm sorry, you can crucify. I watched the second season, crucify me. But that was more like, that's just Batman putting all of his money there so that you all have a place to stay. But like the heroing- None of them are Batman. Is like, yeah, no one's got money. Okay. Actually, Ray does. Ray has money. Wait, my, my, the JSA. You don't have time travel. That's point. But, but my my point is, you're putting your life lo- on the line. You're you're taking calls for the president, and you're not getting paid. I mean, really? Do they do they have day jobs? I'm 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 I know this. Is, I mean, do they get no. dental? <laughs> they don't even get dental. <laughs> Man, okay, people. The lesson here is. Do not become a superhero. You're not going to get paid very well, and you're not going to get medical. Your insurance. Talk about really this in the stink. boys. <laughs> well, they get paid. In the boys. Do they? Do you get paid? It's, they probably pay them. It's a freaking. Um, it's basically Amazon superheroes. That's true. Yeah, you do get paid. I feel like they mentioned that. You're just always on call. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I'm wondering, like, I, this is stuff I wonder I, about. And I know it's really ridiculous stuff, but it doesn't have anything to do. But just like, this is how my brain works. But I, you know what? I don't think you can have a day job because what if the president calls you in and there's an emergency? How do you leave your job? How do you yeah, sit there you... and say, oh, I have an emergency, you know, like they're going to bomb, like. Especially you know. in World War II because all the jobs are committed toward the war effort. Yeah. Oh, you know what we missed out on, people? And I'll leave you with this final thought. We missed out on Amaya do- being a Rosie. Same with Kendra. We talked about this. I know. Sigh. Uh... <laughs> but uh, what do we have coming up next week? Coming up next week is season two, episode three, <laughs> Shogun. 
I, I think I'm yeah. pronouncing that right. Yes. Yes. We get to go to feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. This is one of the more interesting places we get to visit. Again, the only thing I know about feudal Japan I learned from anime, so I apologize, people. Uh, we'll try and maybe we'll do some research next week, bring that in. Next week is also a very good Amaya episode. Mm, very yeah. good. I mean, if we're being honest, every Amaya episode is good. And, oh, yeah. yep, so that's our show for today. Like I said, we have Shogun coming up next week. We're going to have some special guests coming on soon to come and chat about the episodes. It's going to be so much fun. And you can always come and talk to us on Twitter. We're there at Week Legends. Or you can talk to us on Instagram, where we're Legends of Next Week. Or you can email us uh, with legendsofnextweek at gmail.com. We would love, again, to do a Q&A at some point. Email us if we say something, if we get something wrong and you want to be innate and correct us. We're cool with that. Yeah, we, we're, everyone's here to learn. I hope you all learned something last week and maybe learn some stuff this week and maybe you'll learn some stuff next week. Always. It's, it's welcome to our less crappy, our, our crappy reading rainbow. Learning is power. <laughs> and with that, I'm your host, Mary. I'm Eden. And I'm Kate. And we will see you some other week. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.